Hi guys, Randy here, just giving you a quick heads up for this episode. So we recorded this episode and it was pretty long and I know I have put out long episodes before, but I honestly have uh, no intention of having you guys go through too many of those episodes anymore. And um, this one was particularly long, it was almost five hours long. So what I have done instead is cut it into bits. So just giving you a heads up that you will hear this one end a bit early. You'll know when it's ending because you'll hear the ending music. I just don't want you to be surprised. So look out for the first part of this right now because you're hearing me and look out for the rest in maybe two or three other parts as we move throughout the rest of the month or months uh thank you to our guests it's m6 invest for really contributing to this one and you guys are going to hear a lot more of them obviously because as i said we cut this one into bits uh enjoy Welcome to another week of earnings season. I'm your host, Randy, at RTRO on Twitter. And I'm Danaya at HDI on Twitter. And this is earnings season, another earnings season. And this week we are going back to doing our market review. And we are trying to get through the last <laughs> almost 30 stocks. So yep. we're calling back up. We're calling uh, some of the gentlemen from 876 Invest. We have Two of them here with us now. One can join us a little bit. Um, but the two gentlemen here from 876 Invest, uh, we've had one on before, I believe. Or is it no. new for both of them? No, both. wow, both of them are new. Every yeah. time I see them, I, I said to them earlier, so every time I see them, it's like a gang. <laughs> every, time, every time I see them, it's, it's like it's somebody else. So I'll ask them to, to introduce themselves right now. start with um, Henel. Am I saying that right? Henel or Henel? Henel Vidal? I promise you saying it wrong, just because they're you. Yeah, I probably am. Henel, you have to unmute to let people hear you. Um, It's Enel Vidal. So the it's H is Enel silent. Enel Vidal. Yeah. Sorry, the H is silent. Sorry yeah. about that. So introduce yourself, sir. sir. sir? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, Enel Vidal. Um, been an investor for maybe three years now. Um, Yeah. Pretty much. And a student, a U.E. student. I see. Oh, yeah. Where is the U.E.? Oh, civil engineering. Oh, cool. It's all good. Yeah. Right. Practical, man. Indeed. Yeah. So, that's what you want to go into. What you want to go into when you actually leave that or investing. Investing te- seems to steal everybody away from them. them but they want to. Yeah, it's true. And a lot of engineers go into um, investing. Like, yep. Peter Bunting, those kind of guys. So, like, I'm waiting. Uh, huh? Maybe it's chairman. Yeah. Um, Chris Berry. Yeah, he did yes. industrial engineering, actually. Yep. So, yeah, it's it's one of those fields that it's appealing to us. And because of what we do, we do a lot of, like, um, cost management. So, whenever you're doing something, you have to make sure mm-hmm. it's beneficial cost-wise. So, I think that's where it kind of stems from. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of natural. You're, stu- you're stuck in an area where you have to be exceedingly practical yeah and, and very precise yeah wow i like yeah. that so at the end of the day it's not whether or not it's sound good or if it look good it's it, your job is to ensure so it's still the structure it can't collapse it happens yeah because if it collapses, that that's 100 people dead you lose a license you know so it's very very precise yeah i like that maybe maybe, maybe that is why and your, your your companion here for this episode is sean thomas 
Sean, I'm pronouncing your name wrong, or I got to manage to get it right? <laughs> I mean, I say Thomas, you say Thomas. Sean is the Sorry, but it's, say your name. Say your name. Introduce yourself, sir, for the people. I won't. I won't ruin it. <laughs> All right. Uh, my name is Sean Anthony Thomas. Uh, I've been investing for a little over. Well, I, my first investment account when I was sixteen, but then I didn't really pay much attention. So I've been taking it serious for a little over a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, final year accounting student at UWE. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, well, you definitely well in the, the wheelhouse. So, if you, you're, <laughs> it's funny enough, you, you're, in the, you're in the area where many don't become investors. Yep. <laughs> I always wonder why. Yeah, you, you're going to mean, find out in a few years. You, you talk to accountants and you get it, you get it really quickly. <laughs> um, so, um, you, you are you also wrapping up your accounting degree, Sean? Well, yeah, I just did the last set of exams a few weeks ago. So that's well, waiting on the results man. for those. Thank you. Yeah, we, you know what you know the results already, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident in them. So, which is yeah, right. Man. Graduate already, freedom. <laughs> <laughs> so you on post graduation? What are you looking into doing? Well, uh, actually, I'm looking at doing the CFA certification um, while I'm working. So I've, I've been working while I've been doing this last year of school. So I'm looking to just continue that, make it a full time job, and then. Do the CFA while I'm doing that. After oh, that, we'll see. What about yeah. accounting? What about accounting exams? That's actually after the CFA. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I say I go straight ACCA after that. So CFA then ACCA. Correct. Oh wow! So you are looking to stay within the field. So are you looking at a job in the field? Well, yeah, I currently work in accounts currently. Oh, you work what? Keep that secret, then you need to tell people that man, or you don't want to tell people you work. Yeah, I, I don't really want to tell them where, but I work in a <laughs> you, work, you work for a house? No, I don't. Okay, all right, that's good. That's, that's good that you at least you get in the practical. Uh, how many people in the department invest? About there is a department of eight, and I think three of them invest outside of myself, so it's four of us in total. Oh, that's that's not bad. That's actually that's way ahead of the industry. Half <laughs> owner invest fifty percent. It's way ahead, man. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll allow your bedroom when him joined to do his own introduction. I hope him stayed in the field too. Uh, but so we were going back to our review, as I said, and we last did was the last thing we did. Then I was it proven. Proven, yeah. So we're starting off with PTL Paramount Trading Limited. Uh, I mean, Paramount Traders is one of them companies that nobody do even hardly anybody owns any of the shares, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm working from memory. Yeah, go ahead. You know. Oh, I wanted to say something on them. Um, they're not very. I realize they're not very popular on the market, but they're actually a very good company. Um, I think Hugh Graham is the owner. Yeah, Hugh Graham is the person over there. Yeah, uh, every company is a good company. What do you mean by a good company? <laughs> All right, no. All right, let me let me state it a different way. Where they're in a space where I think they're probably the only person in that space, and I think yeah, it, I believe so. Yeah, what it can be that space though. It can be overlooked. So the space they're in is chemicals. So they provide chemicals on an industrial scale, um, especially mm-hmm. like even um, road construction. A lot of chemicals that are used for road, constru- road construction, they're involved in mm-hmm. that. And right, where's the footage? Yeah, so that kind of connects back to my background a little bit. 
Okay. So that yeah, that kind of um spike a little interest, and then I looked, I did a, a little reading on them, and mm-hmm. I saw that back in I think it was 2017 they actually purchased um the chlorine. I think it was chlorine operations from separate back when separate was streamlining their activities, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that, that's very interesting. I think they're them and Berger Paints are the only persons locally to produce it on like a mass scale chlorine. I think it's chlorine. Okay. Okay. And um, they were looking into going into I don't remember what it is. But I think they yeah. bought allergenic petroleum. Yep. Yeah. 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 They bought allergenic petroleum. But Henry, if you know them, you can't half know them. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you know them from the, out- the output of the business. But w- w- I mean, investing isn't just about the the day to day. Like I said, almost every company is good, but. Yeah. In terms of investing, why do you think are you you touched on it when you said they're not popular? Why do you think they're not popular? I think they're not popular because a lot of people don't really know them or hear about them much. Because even the other day they did a deal with Fesco where they're going to provide Fesco with lubricants. I deal worth like two hundred fifty million or something like that. You know. I don't watch those numbers. Um, yeah. The 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 they they said they're going to do a distribution deal because they have the allergen the license at they bought the license when they bought. Yeah. something to do with the licensing but it's not well i can't speak for why you think that they're they're not known on the market they're known they're just like i said they're not very well owned but you can't own them the shares are controlled heavily if i remember serving right i think they're they're, they're between hugh graham and his connected parties i believe a good maybe close to all the shares not yeah are, are controlled. not the top the number one shareholder has one point two billion in the shares, and they're one point five outstanding. So exactly, you know that. Yeah, we didn't top ten. They own most of the shares. Yeah, so it's just not a very liquid stock. It doesn't trade. Yeah, no, don't trade very often. It doesn't move very much when it trades, and and that has actually been a protection for it, I believe, over the last few. They may have had some improvement recently, but I remember over the last few years, they haven't had very good results. Yeah. Their profit has slipped again and again and again and again mm-hmm. as they go through. I'm not sure what they were going through, if it was a rebuild or a, a retooling or what. Um, but yeah, it has not been strong for them on the profit side of things, at least. It yeah. Been strong for them. So growing revenue. Uh, might indicate that they're not well we know for a fact like we just heard like two or three things that they're, they're bought into so they have mm-hmm. a growing business but not much else coming out of it and trading the stock has to be something that like you're almost forced to be long term with this stuff yeah yeah pretty much forced to be long term if you're going with any size. significant volumes then you might be in there for yeah. a while exactly yeah i mean literally it, it, it will go it will go like a month and no trade or go a month and trade once, twice for the month. We're in July now, and it has traded once, once uh, so far. And and it has, and before that, the first time it traded was the twenty fourth of June. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it's it, it's not a very liquid stock at all, boy. Um, but the company itself is working and is turning business and is making money, so. Indeed, can con- yeah, and can their, their response to COVID was to produce more. Uh, we call it again, cleaning agents, hand sanitizer. Ah, uh, yeah, because they're in that chemical business. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the advantage of them. Turn that out. Yeah, yeah. As I, yeah. But it, the issue, the real issue is, 
okay, so that side of the business is doing well. They're, they're producing on that side with the sanitizer. But what about the rest of the business? How, how is that producing? How is that selling? If you can't sell more of the other things and only one segment of the business that make up X amount of revenue, then you're not really sure that it's really going to be a good plan to save them. But it might it might just bring them through the time, to be honest. So I have to look into that. But I think they I think they'll come out of this fine. But they might just not they might not see a very great Q two in the upcoming results. So. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, the the price is rock solid. They they, they don't have to really worry about <laughs> about the price going anywhere. Mm. Even even if they if they slip. Um. Yeah, it's not very exciting, and you don't really get much of it. Uh, you speak yeah. to your license investment advisor about that. Indeed, and of course. This is where we for disclaimer. Nobody on the show is a license <laughs> investment advisor. Uh, neither he nor unless unless he nor Sean suddenly know something oh, <laughs> that no, we don't know. But yeah, none of us are licensed investment. No, advisors. no, 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 no. <laughs> the show is not investment advice, and speak to your license investment advisor if you want to get proper investment advice. Uh, so that's PTL. Uh, right after that is Pulse, one of the most exciting stocks for I the year. I want the stocks to talk about for the month. Oh <laughs> my God, we'll beat this one red. I don't know if there's anything yeah. for us to Drive say. Drive it to the ground. Like, is, is there anything else for us to say, really? <laughs> anything? Huh? Yeah, go ahead, you know. It's all like you have something you wanted to say on it. Um, yeah, um... I, I just expect more of the same from Pulse. You know, it's been a very good company, very solid, you know, and throughout this whole thing, revenue is still strong. As I said, only about, what, 2%? They're only expecting a 2% um, decrease in revenues. So it's a very solid company. And when I was looking at their article about them expanding into their television offerings, um, the Caribbean Mother Search and... One other show, they're going to going to increase the amount of countries they're sending it to. So they're going to increase it in the U.S. through Irishams and a bunch of other, a host of other Caribbean countries. And they said they want to increase their coverage in the U.K. as well. So and Africa, I think. So I mean, it's just a lot of great things I'm expecting from them going forward. Yeah, that's so nice. Uh, yeah, they're they're also. You mentioned Ari Jam, which we're expecting them probably to take a stake in early. Yeah. And investment companies will probably take a stake in there. Uh, they have, you've named all of the, the businesses. We've beaten this one to death. I mean, mm-hmm. I <laughs> Even the construction arm. arm. They have a construction arm. Well, no, not a, not, no. Well, not an arm, but they're venturing into it. I think they built, they built some units and they're going to sell majority of them and keep some of them for rental and that kind of thing. You mean the real estate? Real estate, yeah. Real estate, yeah. That's so different from construction. Very different. Really, yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. The real estate arm continues to do well enough. Um, so they had some land and they're expanding on it now, and put, yeah. putting some more stuff on it. Yeah. Hi to Sir Dundas, the, yes. who um has joined us, Nicholas Dundas. <laughs> Hail, hail, hail. Introduce yourself to the people, Nicholas. All right, people. Well, I'm Nicholas Thunders. I'm currently on the last lap, the final semester of my master's program at UWE. I'm studying corporate finance. Uh, you know, it's clear I love finance. It's my passion. And uh, yeah, 
I guess that's me. But that, that intro is only the most cool challenge because of all of them. Right? In the future, <laughs> I have God's willing, I would like to become a Man, them perfect yeah. the art of, of, of giving them name and, and holding all other info. <laughs> I, I, mean, I try to figure out since when since when young Jamaican men get so freddy freddy yo my school level school never there when, when young Jamaican oh, women are listening that's when oh, wow. <laughs> so so you so all three well two one 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 um one engineer and two financial engineers uh, you, you you also mm-hmm. plan to stay within the field when you when when you graduate than us? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, right now my life is all about finance, Virginia. So like, if I can live finance the rest of my life, I definitely would. Well, I mean, you don't have a choice. You just would. I don't think I acknowledge it. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I acknowledge it from the from the jump. I notice. Yeah, all right. I like that. Um, you 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 also you plan to stay within? You are, are you also working in the field currently? You say you didn't get right, no, no, masters. No, no. I'm, I'm full time. I have no time for it. I mean, I, oh. I want to look at something with my uncle at foreign, but that not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm, I'm full time, so. Wow, I get you. And a master's in finance is what your what your concentration in the in the master's. Right, it's cor- corporate finance. So corporate it's... finance. Okay, yes, you yeah, said that. Wow. That's good. Are you young? I what? Sorry, you guys didn't give you ages. What's the age? Oh, yeah, a... I'm 22. You're how old? 22. 22. Yes, sir. That's your child in the background? <laughs> My answer. child at 22. <laughs> that's, that's not even far-fetched. That's a, that's a light. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah oh, well, that's true. good. I, I like that. I like that. That's not even a possibility in your mind, right? So you, you of course it not. Already. I like that. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell. Yeah, I get yes. used to the gelding joke. Yo, come man. off of the truck. Yeah, yeah. Russia come off of the truck. Yeah, the truck is quite comfortable. True, true, true. Yeah, I'm true, very comfy. True, true. Yeah, no, no, you're not. Ah, <laughs> 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 no, <you're> <laughs> uh, boy. Um, yeah. So, so we just just to catch you up, we're doing a quick. Re- we do continue our mm-hmm. quick review, and we are um, we're, we're currently at Pulse, but Pulse is one of those stocks that have beaten to death on this show because we've spoken yeah, so man, much yeah. about it. So. Uh, I'm just going to move on very quickly to purity, purity, which is next in line. Purity is is known most for their their, their um baking and birdie. Yeah, Miss Birdie. Miss <laughs> Birdie. Yeah, Miss Birdie crackers that out of, in my view just came out of nowhere and everybody immediately act like them didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time where there was no Miss Miss Birdie's um crackers, and then all of a sudden everybody just know Miss Birdie. Yep. Um, but it tastes great. Um, but they're in, yeah. But they're in a consolidated um, They're in a heavy industry. They're in a yep. heavily competitive industry. And um, I believe that they, they, they had. I feel like we spoke about this before, Dan. I don't know why. Oh, because I thought we were honeymoon. You think so? Yeah. Purity is the one that has the the, the um the the that 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 uh European not European but the ISO pass for their plant. That was Honeybun. That was H. Is that the H-A-A-C-P thing? Yes. And it is Honeybun that has that. Yeah. So Purity is one of their competitors. Like I said, it's a stiff, Mm -hmm. stiff, stiff competitive um, area. Mm -hmm. Purity is Consolidated Bakers of Jamaica. Uh, Anybody know them and love them off? Know them stock and love it off? Know all the information about them stock already? Anybody follow it up? 
You don't want to go with those now? No, not really. Yeah, not a big. I'm not big. Not a big fan. I don't really follow it up that much. Like, it's, it's not high up on my radar. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I, I know that they, like everybody else, has been feeling the pinch. Um, well, yeah. I think they've been feeling the pitch from before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think their pinches, their their pinch days um, predate anything. Yeah, man, they've been they've been in it. But the, the funny thing, you, you mentioned Miss Birdie and how it just came out came about, and then it was this big thing, the crackers alone. But then, mm-hmm. you, if you look at the rest of the, uh, a good amount of the other items that they produce, they're under the Miss mm-hmm. Birdie brand now. So they have Miss Birdie muffins, Miss Birdie doing everything. So it looks like I, I'm not sure if they're pivoting fully into being Miss Birdie. Because I think I eat from him is a raisin bread. I, I haven't seen that change since Miss Birdie. From before, Miss Birdie's been about the same thing. But it's some of them items, you can't see that. Oh, yeah, it's Miss Birdie breading on more than just the crackers. So I think that's a push of theirs. But like purity, bake, like in baked goods in general, you, you know people that buy purity rolls, purity bread? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know of that, really. <laughs> No, so, I know the rolls. You said rolls. Mm-hmm. I like it in my mind. I can see the rolls in the in the gas station mm. or the supermarket. So funny. I think gas station. I think purity. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I, I think the same are funny, but for a large part too. Yeah, because that type of thing in there. Yeah, that's our that's our that's our um, impulse purchase, mm-hmm. convenience store sort of thing. The, the, that's where the, the money comes from heavily. Um, they made a loss last year. Looking at the financials right now, they made a loss mm-hmm. last year, fourteen million. So, currently for their first quarter, with them at a profit of eight million, eight point eight and a half million in profit on two hundred and ninety-nine mil revenue is is a better look for them. Until you compare it to the same period last yeah. year, where they're at fourteen and a half million. So yeah, that, that's the fate of being in a competitive industry, right? You mm-hmm. can grow the, the revenue all you want, but those costs come and hit you, no matter what. Yeah, the type of spending that happens on their type of item, and their on their items, like, it's not like a a good household is necessary. Boy, I need, I need this, and well, for Miss Birdies, for some things, people will mm-hmm. buy it on a consistent basis, but Say so I look pastry. Every now and then somebody will buy it, but you're not gonna find where it, it, the market will grow to the point where every everybody will get feel like, oh, I need this type of thing in my life. You get me? Mm-hmm. So like bread, national sell bread hard. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm a purity bread. I, I'm not. I'm on a roll. I'm looking for honey bun. Nothing else. You serious? <laughs> of course, virgin. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh gosh, the purity, the purity people are supposed to be supposed to be brawling when them hear that, but the reality is the reality, and I'm sure they know it. They know they mm. know the space that they're in. Uh, but yeah. looking at the stock price, however, versus versus the the, the operations of the business, is pretty much the same thing. They stay in a steady area mm. because I think they had their major drop, if not last year, the year before. There are people I believe in purity that have been waiting for purity. To oh yes, for a long, long when I joined, time. when I joined this thing. People, honey bun purity. Those are just people just waiting on them to be mm-hmm. be good. And I'll so. know. Hope is not a strategy. Say that again. I say honey bun soon soon shut the world. Well, I mean honey bun honey bun <laughs> honey bun did get a good rest. Yeah, it, it has already kind of moved. I believe what we touched that on already. I believe it has gotten a lot of a move, and and honey bun seems to have found a lot of efficiencies. Yeah, in the last few quarters, but purity. Two years ago, 
January 1, 2018, they're trading on $1.87. Um, and in the, the, the little region, between one and a little over two dollars, right? Yep. Between one high ones and low twos. Now we are in July 2020, and the stock price is one dollar fifty-seven cents. It it doesn't ever leave that little region there. So, I mean, there needs something major to happen to them, in my view, mm-hmm. for the stock price to move. And I don't see that major thing coming yeah. anytime soon. And but you know what it could be? COVID could be eating up. <laughs> These guys could be bleeding. And when, when, when people are bleeding, um, that's when a lot of opportunities happen. We see it happening with the, with the well, maybe it's just me looking, with the, uh, the, the cruise lines, the cruise industry. Mm-hmm. You checked that out yeah. recently, Danai? Talking about, uh, yeah. I, I yeah. have cried about cruise lines. Oh, but, wow. Oh, you also invest overseas. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you should I give the people you should I give the people a little bit of, the, guys on the can half shy when I do the thing, you know. When I, when I, really, I mean, yeah, I thought as I hear you from them. You get me Yeah, I I invest overseas as well. Oh, so what you excited about that, but not the local market. No, 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 not like that. Oh, not no, like no, that. no, 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 no. I just appointed out here, that's all. Yeah, but what else? I'm definitely excited about CCA for sure. You can tell you about CCA, which is carnival cruises. But just yeah. Before you talk about carnival cruises, because I was just mentioning that as an aside, mm-hmm. t- tell the people what I want to do. Tell the people about 876 Invest. I'll pause and allow you guys to do that. All right. Well, 876 Invest, I think it is anything the last time we are here, that mm-hmm. we're an initiative that basically we're advocating for financial literacy. So, mm-hmm. you know, we just want Jamaica to be, un- for, the, for the public to understand how important it is to be financially literate and make the tools accessible for people to use it and start to prepare themselves for it. You know, tap into the economic growth that we still have been having. I mean, it might be a little different now, but you know, to grow with Jamaica, try to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, as it relates to you know, me in, in finance. And I, Nicholas I mean, speaking. Yeah, sorry. this is Nicholas Dunder <laughs> speaking. You know, so I've, I've. That's what I love finance. So everywhere I can dip my finger, I will, you know, try to see what I love the most. And I, you know, I put a finger in forex. You know, the JSC, a big thing to the US market as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I have a little bit of knowledge here and there, and trying to gain the experience. I mean, I'm fairly new to it, regardless. I started where we 2020. I started at the end of 20, 18 or 19, 19. Yeah, like like September 2019. So really, I'm, so I'm into it. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty new to it. Hold on, you you start your your masters in finance before you started investing? No, master started September. Oh, and you start investing when? Well, September. Well, I started investing hard in September, but I had <laughs> I had um Sigma from like July. Sean, that was you overseas. S- you see why? You see why accountants don't really invest now. <laughs> Why, why? I don't know why, but there's just something about them. There's something about people who know and deal with these, the, these, these numbers every day, that yeah. for some reason just turns them off actually investing behind these numbers. And I don't get it. I'm gonna count how much money you're making via your balance sheet, but <laughs> I, 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 but but won't actually invest in the balance sheet. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I, I, I find it very odd as well because I mean we learned about investing from six farm. Learn about stocks from Sixth Form, and I didn't do it straight to you. Why? I don't know. Yeah, it's something strange. There's something strange about there's something about it being viewed as an academic thing versus 
the reality of it are fine. But I'm glad that there's two on this call, at least, not take, making that mistake and actually dipping your fingers in the market. So I'd mentioned, mm-hmm. just to wrap everything up, I'd mentioned um, Carnival Cruise Lines as Corona being a possible advantage for them. So everybody, uh, wow, I said Corona Cruise Lines. carnival cruise lines i'm so sorry (laughs) so i mentioned um corona being a possible advantage for them because it is for some industries um and what's happening is that what's happening is that they're buying out a lot of the smaller competitors because the competitors can't take the heat right now they can't take the time without any cruises any money coming in and they're going out of business. And so you see the big guys, Royal, Royal Caribbean, Royal Cruise Lines, and um Carnival Cruise Lines, which are two of the largest. I think the two of the largest in the world. Yeah, you see them buying up a lot of their um their 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 yeah. competitors, their smaller competitors now. And I was saying that that might actually be who knows? I don't know of any let me be clear that I don't know anything about that happening within the 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 food. The fast, not fast food, but the, the, the baked goods, fast consumption market. Mm-hmm. Let's say the consolidated, the market that consolidated bakeries is in and, and um, honey bun is in. I don't know that happening, but I can see generally where that could be the case, where there's an opportunity now for some of the bigger players to snap up some of the smaller, lighter players. So while to me, purities, stock prices, a, a sad thing um and while i also think that i mean they're also overvalued in my view currently but in terms of real business and actual business it might be an opportunity for a competitor to to say hey you're bleeding why not join forces with us you know why not merge us and acquire? why not let's not merge let's merge you know and sometimes you get a nice merger where it's a air quotes merger like you know RJR Gleaner, where one is obviously richer than the other <laughs> and, and, and helping the other out. And uh who knows, something like that could maybe happen and make this 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 company or this stock price suddenly break out of the bands that it has been stuck in for two years. Indeed. But until then, I think people have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Overvalued and, and getting hit by corona is not a good look for them. And I'm sure a lot of the sales happen because of school kids. Schools, yeah. Yeah, schools have been out for a while. So, yeah, rough. I would not want to own those stocks right now. Uh, coming up now is another one, the big one, another big dog, QWI, mm-hmm. John Jackson's vehicle. The vehicle, I will put to John Jackson a lot, although it's not John Jackson. I don't see him and his team. Um, he's, but he's probably the most visible face locally from yep. that team. So, Jam Tees, John Jackson's QWI. QWI at 75 cents. How do you guys feel about it? Crickets. At 75 yeah, wow, cents, right? I think it's <laughs> a good deal. You think it's a good deal? I mean, the nav, last nav we see is $1.03, so I mean, at 75. Yeah, Come I mean, that nice. When, when has it ever traded at its nav? Yeah. And Never. again, the crowd sure. goes mild. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably, probably <laughs> yeah, just mean. started trading. Uh, maybe. maybe. No, when it just started, it was oh well on, on the first day. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> like after that, it's <laughs> after that it just went downward. Yeah, so, so I, I say that to say that I don't, I don't. Um, I, okay, so the nav is whatever. That's cool. I mean, it's way below its nav. 
it's net asset value but uh, the, how does that impact the actual uh the, the actual share price because we, we've we've seen that a discrepancy between it and the share price don't matter as of the 10th of july it has a net asset value of one dollar and two cents um and that's friday so on friday it's worth one dollar two cents in terms of its net asset value and in terms of the actual share price it's at 75 cents mm-hmm. how much mm-hmm. lower is that more than 25 percentage points lower. yep huh? That's crazy, and who cares? Who so the, the net asset value is one hundred two. So I mean, who's going to buy it at one hundred two to bring it all the way up? I mean, not. I think the market needs something to shock it. I mean, mm-hmm. I still like QWI. I still love QWI. Um, the thing is, I'm not sure that most investors are checking there now. So yeah, I, I figure that is true. they get a surprise when oh my god, the results took a certain way. You know, yeah, when the results yeah, show the effect of the nerve. That's exactly it. Good results will, will, will shock the market into recognizing um, the value here. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Because the market moves quick on bad news and like molasses on good news. So who knows? And I have said before, I think I said the last episode, that I believe that, that the market does have, a, in my view, a bias towards John Jack- against John Jackson. And John Jackson is a primary face of this company. So what can we say? They, 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 they have, in my view, excited things happening, but until the market is ready to recognize it, yep. the market not recognize it. In the meantime, though, QWI has been steadily buying up their own shares, right? Quietly, in a nice, not quietly, because it's announced, but <laughs> <laughs> either the company or connected parties or directors have been snapping up shares at what they think is a much, 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 much lower value, which I can understand doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to put in that. You're still trying to do what, Dundas? I'm still trying to understand what's going on with access. Like, what do you mean? As in, understand what's going on with access. As in QWI and access. The size. Of the, um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Dundas. Be a little clearer. Yeah, you're I clear. think we, what are you trying to say? Try... I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want it to come across like, <laughs> uh, how do I say this in that space? Uh, basically, I just, I just, I'm just trying to understand, like, why is it they'll go so heavy? Nothing serious. Oh, yo, why you, listen to, you listen to this show? Maybe you don't listen to this show. I can understand that. Clearly, he doesn't listen to this We don't pull punches. We don't pull punches on the show. Ask what you're asking. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'm going to read that. So I'm going to know why they're my guns are heavy now. Oh. So, I mean, obviously, I'm going to manage them still. Is it one? No, I, yo, I said the, the same thing just, last episode. They, they made a, what in my view is a terrible buy for a terrible yep. stock. Yeah, and it hurt them. It hurt them. It hurt them quarter last, after last, quarter after yeah. quarter. Yep. I'm not seeing where the, where the price they got that was the best price he could get. It was it a never makes sense it. to me. It was a bad price. Yeah. And to buy so much of the business at a bad price. I mean, I never saw anybody. You see, so this done, this is me saving myself because I was about to say I never saw anybody with any sense being excited about proving selling the access shares, right? But I'm thinking about how many people <laughs> were publicly excited and I might have uh-huh. to edit this. Or I might not, who knows? But the truth is the truth, right? It was, in my view, a bad buy. So I have admitted that I don't have all the information. So exactly. maybe the company principals knew something grand. That will happen well, three maybe years. A, maybe it's a line. timeline thing, yeah. Yeah, and it's a good time to get, get these more shares. Yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's a great thing 
if if you know something good is going to happen with access three years from now and you can use other people's money because that's what qwi is really right you can use other people's money and buying heavily to um buying heavily to to something that would be good three or five years so i'm not sure go ahead and do it and if the price of doing it is you're going to have to go through three years of bad results to get one year of amazing results then that price might be worth it for you i can't say no because these guys own so many shares that they naturally view the company differently from the regular person just buying the stocks on the market right Mm -hmm. so for them maybe there's some i have to give them that room for maybe they have a great deal there but just looking on the face of it as i see it no it's a terrible buy terrible buy and an obviously terribly buy but maybe they know something i don't know and what i do know is that what you know what they say what suits you might sorry you or what what's bad for you could also turn out to be one of your greatest strengths right um so who knows maybe access could be good for them in the meantime but for now Nobody cares. Yeah, pe- people care as much about the share price as they do about the NAV, which is not at all. More than 25% below the NAV and nobody cares. And the truth is the NAV. I think maybe the only thing that trades close to its NAV is Select F. Mm. Maybe. I-, I haven't even honestly checked that in a long time. <laughs> well, yeah. well, well, Select F has fallen. I think Select MD kind of stay closer to the NAV. Well, I don't think Select MD trades really. Well, there we go. That's the next thing. There we go. And select MD won't trade until either GK or Wisinko throw up some wonderful results. And then everybody will discover it. Just like I'll select F not going to trade until after. You want to see trade? <laughs> wait, till, wait till NCB results <laughs> drop. <laughs> not when it come back. I said when the results drop. It's very specific in what I said. <laughs> when the, results, the next results coming from NCB. What do you guys think of them going to look like? I I don't have a definitive st- um, stance right now. I've been hearing people are saying they expect uh, expect bad results based on just so interesting all because of Corona. But I, I personally can't see. I I can't see. You know, all right. But are you contractually not allowed to speak on them? Huh? I don't want to get nobody in trouble. Now. Are you? Oh like no, 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 okay. no, no, no. I just I I just haven't been looking into NCB like that. Okay. But I've been hearing a lot of talking about how people are worrying about it because Corona. And I mean, I just can't see, you know, how Corona is going to be hurting them when it comes to, you know, commissions much. Expecting huh? credit losses, bro. There we go. It's Expecting credit losses. Paris, man. But uh, uh, what's, what's going to change all of a sudden? I, they have to, they would have bro, what I'm already... saying is if you have more people that are not working or that are earning less money, then mm. if you have loans and those kind of things out to those people, then your expected credit losses is gonna to have to go up. They're not and getting as much money. Material. And you have to, you have to, well, you um, have to think of you have those to, expected mm, credit wait. losses through the PNL. The moment you realize it, you have to, you have to, you have to recognize in that in the PNL. Yeah. Yes. nine something. I think it. I think it's oh, well, it's gonna be a big deal. Do you player. think it's material? You think it's material? What? Yeah. Do you what know how many people are really affected, bro? Forget how many people are affected. Look, consider the business and not necessarily the people up front. How, what percentage of NCB's business is loans? Uh, All right, and there we go. And a huge part of NCB's profit comes from cap markets, right? Mm-hmm. What percentage right. of cap market has to account for ECL? Not just through loans, but also through maybe some of their um, some of their their other holdings. 
some of those very safe bonds. That mm-hmm. <laughs> not so safe anymore. The rate, you get a ratings chop, then guess what? He's still going up. Yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah, a bunch yeah. of those rating straps. Right? Yep. And you, well, I said, what might sweet, what sweet you might serve you? The thing you boasted about this year, or the thing you boasted about three years ago, might be the thing that beating you up right now. Barbados bonds. Also, consider NCB now is bigger than NCB last year, right? NCB yep. now is, is GHL also. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the the NCB now is. is is bigger than NCB a year or two years ago. Mm-hmm. So consider what GHL's credit losses might be because those have to be booked under NCB yep. also, right? So there's a consideration there. So it's the entire NCBFG group, and it's GHL, and there, I mean, there are opportunities within any crisis for movement and for gains, but mm-hmm. realities, they might, they might just have to face a little bit of heat yep um and it's good right you guys would say that is maybe it's not it's not a loss in a real sense ecls aren't real losses they don't have to pay out any cash so it might mean that yeah, the cash position is even, yeah, even nicer never forget I, your, I, I, never forget your I, dividend I, point randy i think ncb the business has a whole heap of plans and they're making a lot of moves and i like some of those moves that i see happening so if they yeah, have yeah. to drop some bad results in this time I mean, people can still see what is happening otherwise with the business and they should know what to do with that, you know? Yeah, good luck. <laughs> NC, <laughs> NCB yeah. is not, has not been... No, 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 there. I don't mean right now. I'm just saying if, if you... NCB overall, we know even if these results are bad, we know NCB isn't bad as a business. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, we, we know even if these expected credit losses are high and they hit the results... We know what NCB is about and what they will do going forward about it. Yeah, but we know, you know, but guess what? I know everybody. The person knows. that wake up tomorrow and see bad results, they say, well, time to sell these stocks. Yeah. That's I know how that go. And NCB, NCB love getting that hit. Nobody, right. it's not, there's not a stock people love selling more than NCB. <laughs> Good times, yeah. <laughs> bad times, boy. <laughs> yeah. Anybody sneeze outside and run left the NCB. Mm-hmm. Yo, if you if if you're a stock, if a, if a next stock do bad, them starts at NCB. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You know, I start realizing it might be a big deal for him because I I I will personally I think cash flows. Everybody knows cash is king. I I really love. I pay close attention to cash flow statements, and cash oh non cash losses never really bother me. But I realize that people tend to only look at the bottom line, and you know, regardless of whatever the story behind it is. They're still going to see a loss and be like, oh, you know, the, the company's in trouble and blah, 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 regardless of why loss is incurred. Yeah. No? But, you know, so is, 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 boy, is, is, is your bottom line give you a dividend? And I think Randy explained that really well when we were yeah. talking about separate and the, I had raised a concern about them getting profit, a good amount of the profit number from their tax credits. And Randy is a very important point, which is very important for a stock like NCB, where other investors are there for dividends. Your dividends yes. are paid from retained earnings. Any negative on that, it, cho- it chops into your retained earnings. So, yeah, so you have a good, you have a good cash position, but say no, your ability to pay out dividends is much less. In NCB, you can see that they're all about paying those consistent dividends. They have a dividend plan going into the year. They pay this year all dividends going to go up. So you, you know how much dividends for the rest of the year you're going to get. That type of thing, you can see that they're very much for the investor that goes into dividends. So, bottom line really, really matters. 
if you get a good if you get a good bottom line and you don't have cash on hand right now, at some yeah, point you can still right. pay a dividend. It's, yeah, man. Your dividend ability really comes from your bottom line. Exactly. Then I, you remember when we spoke about this many, many, many episodes ago, and I said that um, you can actually. I think it was the same point you're talking. The same time we were talking about. I said you can actually have a loss, book a loss, mm-hmm. borrow a loan, and pay a dividend, pay a dividend yep. from the loan. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> what name just did that? Indies just did that. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure they did it, but it, it looks have, like it very much could be that. Well, the fo- if you look at money as if you look at money from the fungible point of view, mm-hmm. they took in a loan and then they paid out a, okay, a yes. dividend. No, yeah. uh-huh. dividends are paid from retained earnings, retained which earnings. is just cash. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was the, yeah. so specific that it was paid from retained earnings. I've seen on the last, well, you know, last what like, what is retained earnings? Retained earnings is not yeah, a, it's not an account you have in here. You don't call your bank and say, what's my retained yeah, earnings? Yeah, I know it's not cash. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not actual cash. They had, yeah, I know they, I know they had, a, no, they had an insufficient cash, cash balance. I think they had... Um, so yeah, the, 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 the amount of cash they had is less than the amount for the dividends they paid. Yeah. yeah. But the so retained earnings could well manage it. So you know what happened. They, they needed money to come. They needed some cash to come in for them to be paying out that cash. So either new business or the part of the loan money we pay out. Exactly. I definitely think the part of the loan money we no, there's no thing. That's what yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, for sure. That happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but dividends are always paid from retained earnings. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's just li- it's literally how you book the movement of it. Yep. For, I personally don't have an issue with it, but I do know that classic accountants have been, ja- classic Jamaican accountants have been trained, in my view, to see it as wrong. Mm-hmm. Every time you mention it to one of them, they will tell you, say, no, that not sound right. Yeah, until... But no, yeah. I, and it's so funny, if you look at the American market... It is a it's a very it, look at the history of corporate raiders and what they do when they actually go into a company. I buy your near dead <laughs> company, but it have a hundred million in retained earnings, <laughs> and I make your near dead company take out some very big lo- bonds, and I pay out the whole hundred million in the retained earnings, and whatever you have left, I tell you that listen, you guys need to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But guess what we did? We paid it as dividends, and guess who was the chief shareholder? Me. Yep. And maybe the company dead tomorrow, but I bought the company for five hundred million, or I bought the company for twenty million. We paid out the hundred million in retained earnings through a two hundred million dollar bond that we took, and you have another hundred million left, and you need to fix operations or figure it out. I don't know, but yep. thank you for paying out this hundred million. Is that all? And again, <laughs> you come at the end of the day, you now when the company is looking very dead, and the bondholders are all that and say, guess what? You die, take the company and fix it up. How's my money dead? That's true. But the dividend don't pay already, so. Yeah, usually <laughs> the same. The same equity holders buy a nice, a nice chunk of the, the, the bond also. Yep. And even if you don't, there's not some real finance. Even mm-hmm. if you don't, because you have paid out all this money from the company that you may take on such heavy debt, the bond gets downrated and people start to sell it for cheaper than mm-hmm. you listed it for. And then, then you turn around and buy it back. Yep. Yo, big up Digicel. What's your next stock? What's your next, what's your next stock? What's your next stock? I did not want I'm to pretty say sure. Okay. Let me be clear, people. I don't know of Digicel doing anything like that. I can't take a lawsuit. But big up Digicel. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Oh, it's good business. You had, you had the, and, and you were talking about Guardian earlier. Um, mm-hmm. With the credit losses and Expected, I mean, you guys about credit it. losses, yeah. Yeah, credit losses. I mean, you spoke about it before, before I got here, but for general accident, do you think that, you know, in light of COVID, do you think that e-sale is going to be significant for them? I think e-sale will be significant for general accident. Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. 
I don't think so, but I don't know. I, I think I do, do insurance companies have to book it like that? I mean, oh, yeah, it, it still falls under the same IFRS man. I thought it was first, it was just for, you know, um, for like loan profiles, or, but it also applies to insurance. premiums. Yeah. Insurance premiums. Oh, yes, they have premiums. to book that. Yes, that is true. An increase if in... The, if, if the climate yeah. overall basically changes, they have to adjust it based on, you know, whatever. But do they have to adjust it or... Or does it mean that they might have to face higher premiums due to reinsurance risk? I think they have to book the, they have to book more. They have to have an increase in the provision for the reinsurance. All right. Well, I'll tell you this. Dana and I actually didn't even talk much about how we actually talk about this. We don't talk much about it on the show anymore. Well, I'll say something real that I do. I wouldn't know. What I do is I go and look at other yep. insurance companies. Or check if IFRS makes specific note towards that exactly so is has a lot of information on how to treat oh, things so sorry no we're being silly we're being silly sagicor no, just, just had to book a huge amount so obviously yeah it was going to happen to GNAC also it's going to happen to um guardian ghl yeah because sagicor just had to book a heavy amount of ecl sagicor financial S- yeah but yeah but there was it from was it from the thing there it was mostly from the american business but i think all their business lines felt it yeah, but as in, is it from banking or in insurance? Or what side of the business actually give them gave gave them that heavy that that number, insurance that ECL as number, far or, as they I comp- know. or they comprise an ECL number? Insurance, as far as I'm going off the top of my head, but I believe it's insurance, and I believe it's the American arm of the insurance that was expected to get the biggest hit. I think I think American insurance license. I think America has an insurance license for. I don't think there any banks in America. So yeah, so it would be it would be in, it would be the American. Yeah. I know the American side is where the hit came from. So it's definitely need to check it, but yeah, yeah, on. I think it's on, right? Yeah, so I think um, off the top of my head, I think that they would have. Uh, they would have some ECLs there, but I also th- I also feel so good about Gina that I mean, if that, they, 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 you know, you see how these guys are smart. They increase their business and their business lines during this time. So even if they have to take a bigger hit, it is a much bigger organization than it was last year that now has to take this hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <sighs> They're fine if the share price drop. For me personally, I'm speaking just personally here. If the share price drop anything below four dollars, I'm buying it. Right? <laughs> That's for me personally. I, the, the share price, no, I buy. So I, I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I don't expect anything bad from it. They're, they're in their growth phase. This is an example of, in my view, of a company taking advantage of the, of, of right other companies. Yeah, the situation and and strengthening themselves when everybody is weak. This is this is how it looks. I don't where they're they, strengthening is where they were weakest. Actually. I don't know if they were weakest. I mean, they, 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 yeah, that, um, that's where the last I recall oh. on the breakdown, uh, everything else was good except for motor. Well, motor is the greatest risk, right? Yeah, motor, right. motor, yeah, motor. Across, across the board for general insurance companies, motor insurance yeah. really it's not great for them. Yeah, but and the, the way, in my view, I have, a, I have a view of the insurance industry. And I'm still building out my view in terms of my full, full understanding of the insurance industry. Mm-hmm. But I believe scale is the friend there, right? Um, I made a tweet the other day saying that insurance is the new banking. You message me asking what you mean in my head. I'm like, why are you don't ask Randy? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Because I was wondering when people message me and tell me things. So I'm like, yo, you know him. You know him? Just tell him. Like, it's a good compliment. Tell him. You know, I feel good here. <laughs> 
yeah, to say that if you want to know what I'm thinking, ask him. Um, but what I mean, I mean, we can do, I plan for us to do an entire show on that, so I won't go too deep into it here. But insurance is a new banking, and um, it's not accidental that so many banks are looking at insurance, exactly. right? Yo, <laughs> yeah. it's it, like, like no a banking day. group. Like investment, so again? like investments other day. <laughs> it yes. Just make, yeah. Simple sense. Look at thing. What you got again? Um, GK Financial. Yes. With, what, Look at the GK Group. Person. GK Group, exactly. Yeah. yeah. GK yeah, Group. Thank you. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. <laughs> or to name them properly, the GK Financial Group. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they, and that's the Miss Birdie of, it, of of the financial sector. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just a talk like so we ever hear that name before. <laughs> Man, just drop it on everybody. Oh yeah, GK Financial Group. I know them from where? When's the last <laughs> I hear it? <laughs> that just where they that name so you should be you should be jumping around the place when you hear that I'm moving around. But yeah, uh, boy, you guys carry us on this tangent, but it's a good tangent. Uh, mm-hmm. Insurance is the new banking. Leave for that. <laughs> just trust me on that and yes insurance and banking face a lot of the same risks uh but one one of those businesses is obviously better if what you want is to hold money in your hand i don't even remember how we got here <laughs> how did we get well, those asking about them because uh, <laughs> why were you asking yeah i asked about Janet because you were talking about ghm and the yeah, man, I wanted to know why you wanted to know about GNAC. Why I wanted to know about it? Yeah, man, outside of that. Can I repeat that? Can you hear it? Yeah, as in what What else would have, why, why, what's the interest that you have in GNAC? Oh, I was just, I was thinking about, uh, you know, up the top, I was thinking that, all right, you know, with less activity, you know, it's not, it's not based ba- behind like a statistical, you know, but I would think, what are the odds of, the premiums, I mean, staying the same and the payoff is, uh, I think that the spread will be, will be greater throughout this period. So, regardless of whether or not they have the expected credit loss in the book, I would think that, you know, they'll be in a better position. It might be likely that they'd have less less payout and, and similar or more into it. Okay. Well, I mean, if you go on to go into the depth of the business, what I said was that uh, insurance is a business that benefits from scale. So you notice that how oh, these companies have have um if you pay attention to the sector, you know so these companies have protected themselves when faced with, 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 with issues, when faced with um business arms that weren't as profitable, GK, separate, cut them off. When faced with insurance problems that aren't as profitable, GNAC didn't cut them off, they just went bigger. Mm-hmm. NCB went bigger. Sagicor went bigger. Scotia I mean, you know, somebody had to pay. But but in, you notice that they all go bigger. GNAC has an issue, just like Danai pointed out, where the, the part of their portfolio that gave him the most issues would be the motor. So the man named go to Trinidad and buy Trinidad's biggest motor insurance company. That's scaling up. Mm-hmm. Key insurance, probably the worst run insurance company, definitely on the market um, in the past in terms of the results. The things change now. <laughs> What, what did they do? They didn't they didn't get smaller and cut off the terrible part. No, they integrated into a group that's bigger. Scale is 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 the friend of the insurance business. Um and so I don't know. Mr. Buffett. 
Yeah, why not? That flow. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I have to go there. <laughs> they, they, they get, you, you go there, you go oh, there. Am I again? See, with the flow thing, oh, look at GT, um, Genax last thing there. Look at their Genax last results. If you look at the they've increased the motor, the motor on stake is now in is now being booked and they're profitable. Point. Look at the actual thing, the investment portion of investment um income that's gone mm-hmm. up. Of course, because you have so, a bigger flow from more money coming oh, that's in. That's the second thing I wanted so that was to say. Based on, <laughs> yeah, based on, on Dundas's point, that was the, that was the, the um, second thing I wanted to say, which was that uh, the premiums cannot stay the same. Premiums have to be raised. You already saw the, the there was an article a couple article weeks already. ago. Yep. Talking yeah, about the reinsurance. Like, it never even made any sense. There's something like <laughs> the reinsurers are... are it's like now. them passing the book, but mm-hmm. the end result is, is expect higher expect premiums. Higher premiums. Yep. Yeah, across the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a must. Insurance is a new banking, of course. So you're going to pay more. And Jamaicans generally, if you bring it to Jamaica, Jamaicans are underinsured. We are underinsured. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that when you go to any other country and talk to the people or in the real life. I mean, you can get insurance. You can my phone is insured. <laughs> my phone is insured in case it breaks or somebody steals it or or whatever. Or insured. My dog is insured. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So Jamaicans are underinsured because human beings, as human beings, we don't have enough insurance and we don't have enough health insurance, we don't have enough life insurance, believe it or not. Uh yeah. So insurance is new banking. We're gonna do a whole episode on it. But that's my thoughts on on GNAC as it is. And GNAC is is an insurance company that I do feel nicely about. I, I believe well. I'm a sh- I well. Yeah. I, I want to say I'm a shareholder, but I'm not sure if I'm a shareholder. I'm not sure anymore. So what happened? I bought in, got the rise, the rise mm-hmm. sold. Mm-hmm. And when it fell, I planned to buy again. I just missed my stop. I just I missed where it was. Yeah, you missed you miss your stop. Yeah. Uh, no, it's actually the forex, I am a the forex people. And, the yeah. forex people, you know, they stop stop loss. <laughs> stop loss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I actually am a shareholder, and I, I am. I won't get too much details on my portfolio, but I am a shareholder, and I will continue to be a shareholder. It's a good time to buy, in my opinion. But I am Very not impressive. a licensed investment advisor, and you should speak to your licensed investment advisor about um buying into something like this. But for me, it is a, a good time to buy, mm-hmm. and I, I will, I will be buying more. Uh I, you know what? I can feel I can feel myself regretting not saying more on that point or cutting it out. Again, not a financial advisor, and I'll be I'll tell people what happened here. Right? If they have to face ECLs, I'll probably just buy when the price drop even more. Yep. Yeah, well, that's if, all. if you're, if you're okay with current prices, if I'm okay with the current prices, yeah, yeah, I, I buy I buy at these prices, and I will be buying um, when it falls more. And I will be very happy when it flies. But because I'm impatient, I'll buy no. And when it falls more so that when it comes back to this price where it is now, and I think it's undervalued now, when it comes back to this price where it is now, I will be even happier. Right? Which is a little thing I learned from, um, I think, our next stock. No, it's not our next stock. <laughs> we just spoke about QWI. I bring us right back, to, right back to it. It's not the next one, but our next stock is RJR. Wow. RJR, Radio Jamaica Limited. Ah, RJR. Right. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> RJR had a big rise the other day. 
on base by nothing in my opinion. And no, I think it's yes. looking worse. It's looking worse. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, I I know I have my I have my, my, I have my theories. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it rose. Uh, but and I think it's just a matter of how the market stay. But mm-hmm. it was at one point it fell below a dollar. And I saw no, wow, no, it's been. It, it was range. it was been dollar range for, for the longest cent, while. Dollar. Yeah, for like since 2018, it had a nice rise uh, mid 29. Like a, a, a year, about almost yep. a year ago. July, Everybody comes. Then I walk on for RGR white rise. You buy RGR, you get none. Um, <laughs> everybody was on. You know, and it's funny. You know, some, but it's still. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely trade it. From, Why? Because it was it was moving within our range. Uh, that's a day trade, internet trade. Word, I was not. That. Yeah, that's a, that's a must. Really? <laughs> I don't know if it's a must. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. Uh, for, for me, you know, it's it's definitely a must. I, I and I enjoy it. I enjoy like being immersed in it. So. Enjoying it is one thing. Do you do it profitably? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been doing it hard since. Well, I have been doing it hard since uh, like March, and the only loss I've taken intraday was uh, recently. I took a loss on. On SVL, but that was I was I, I did it for the dividend, and the dividend let me out in a profit. I haven't taken any losses since March. What you say? But I mean, so obviously, they're... if it ah well, it starts as intraday, but if it doesn't go right, I don't mind holding. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody uses that kind of safety. Um, I'm sure a lot of people doing listening to this would have done that sort of safety with Indies or um. With general affairs. Yeah, recently mail pack as well. Mail pack is the other one I was about to mention. I think now when people hear this, so people are hearing this on Wednesday. And if you're listening to this on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, July 15, mm-hmm. it's too late. Is it, That's how it works? It's too late? Today's X date, right? Or is today the last day to buy? Hmm. I think it's, it's not tomorrow. I think tomorrow's the last day to buy. The 16th? No, tomorrow's the 15th. No, the 13th. The 13th. So... I'm on the 15th. Yeah, sorry, you didn't catch me. So people are listening to this on the 15th of July. So somebody's listening to this in their ears right now, and it's Wednesday the 15th of July for them. Oh. And so I'm saying, if you are hearing about Mailpack's dividend right now, then it is too late because the X date is today. Yeah, so yesterday would have been the first day for you to buy it. Uh, and and um, a four cent, this is the big four cent dividend. I should be going up for this. Yep. <laughs> this is the reason why you guys are on the show. <laughs> so you guys, you guys got the four percent right. The four percenters are here. Who was in the conversation? Because I, I remember seeing it on IG, but I, I don't remember who the names uh, were in the conversation. I was in the, the, the conversation, and Malik was in the conversation. And I hear is Sean and Sean Malik Thomas, who yeah. isn't on. Yeah. yeah so just run people through, run people through your thought process for why it was that you. Um, you saw the, the dividend coming. And and you did, you guys did call it at four percent exactly. Four cents exactly. Mm-hmm. Mali called it at four cents exactly. I said two percent yield on current prices. So four cents okay. as well. Okay. Uh, so somebody in the conversation had said definitely above two percent. Two yeah, that cents. Was, that was that was me. Where I said I expect okay. about two percent, but definitely above two cents. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like that sort of logic. Yeah, boy, I tell you you guys continue to be impressive with this investing thing, you know. Yeah, that's, so. that's the same sort of safety logic I use. That's why I know, say, you also do the short-term trading, Sean? Uh, my term is a, a bit longer than you mm-hmm. guys is, so I don't really do intraday or within a week per se. But I know why I buy a stock, 
I know mm-hmm. what I'm expecting out of it and I wait on that to happen. Both. So like mail pack, I bought mail pack in March was when I took my position. Bossy. Yeah, Help because when <laughs> when their statements Yeah, so when I what I did was when they put out their statements in February, right? Mm-hmm. I saw which was for the December quarter. Mm-hmm. I saw that they had more cash than they expected to have in the prospectus. I think like twenty million dollars more, right? So I was like, okay, that cash has to be doing something at some point. Mm-hmm. Then in March, Corona happened or whatever, whatever. The local, I saw the article came out. I think the article actually came out in April, but I bought. I started buying before that. Which but the article? article that came out in April, where they was talking about mm-hmm. the re-ink the deal with Price Mart. Mm-hmm. Within that article, um, what's his name? Carrie Robinson had mentioned that they had to hire about thirty new staff, add five new fleet to the five new vehicles to the fleet in mm-hmm. within that week, and that since the advent of COVID, orders had gone up nearly fourfold. And I'm like, all right, so clearly they're beating projections again. So I said, all right, yeah. that that cash, it would make sense for me to me if they would just pay it as a dividend especially because they're recently listed and then the bank restriction on dividends came out and i was like that's just even more incentive to pay a dividend right that's good i like how you're on on point and let me try to tighten up your points a little bit there the bank restriction on dividends the boj restriction on dividends a good point to note but then you also have to remember the people behind the business right if you want to speak directly, not knowing like Harry's business, um, you would expect that the bank dividends wouldn't affect him, right? However, you have to think about what else is Kari doing. What's the things happening around the mail, not just the mail pack group, but um, Norbrook, the Norbrook investment group, right? What is the things expected, and what 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 do you need in those sort of situations? I know I'm speaking a little vaguely, but I mean people can put two and two together. But if you look at those situations, you can see where it makes perfect sense to have cash right no add to that corona right corona is great to ball about if you're on twitter or if you if you're on the news but when you when you're at a certain level of business corona as i just said a little earlier is a great time for you to do investment it's a great time to invest no it's a great time to have cash in your hand you're getting all kind of deal it could be miss birdie <laughs> crackers for cheaper or it could be it could be a hotel in portland it, it, Everybody's getting great deals now, right? So even at the level of a Norbro Capital where Kyrie Robbins would play, it would be great for him to have a lot of cash on hand. So it's no surprise then that you see a larger than usual dividend being paid by a company like this. And also note that Kyrie is not, in my view, the typical usual Jamaican um, investment type, right? Uh I think he's more aligned towards the U.S. markets, more advanced markets, and within advanced markets, this isn't anything on. This isn't anything unusual. It's just it's a strong dividend for Jamaica, but in terms of advanced markets, see, you guys are the calculations against the um, dividend, the dividend policy that was in in the in the prospectus. Uh, yeah, I took it into consideration, but I, I weighed in their debt more. Was there four was there four cent versus IPO price dividend in line with their policy? Uh, or ahead of their policy. That's what I was saying. I didn't really give it as much you didn't focus in the it thing. Like that? Yeah. Okay. I, I just checked it to see what the policy was to know how much they couldn't pay out. 
well, to know how it's going to stop them from doing anything. You know, they can go. Well, yeah, I know they could go it. above it if they want to, but I just wanted to know, like, based on the policy, what was the maximum that I should be expecting based off of what I saw in the book? You said okay. they can they can go above the policy. They can what do whatever the they want. Is is their policy? policy is they say up to oh, oh okay. Right. It's not a government policy, it's them say, all right, 75%. All if it's a government policy, apparently, you can do whatever you want. Well, I mean, a lot of I'm saying that, and I'm sure there's somebody shaking their head at them speak and all going, no, you've been irresponsible. But it's the truth, meaning, for example, the BOJ request, because you have to say it's a request, right, to banks to hold off on dividends. It is a request. Indeed, the that, policy doesn't that, stop them. Yeah. The law doesn't stop them. The banks can, if they wish, pay a dividend right now of whatever amount they want, as long as their um, cash position and their 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 retained earnings allows them to. But they've been asked not to, right, by BOJ because BOJ can make it very uncomfortable for them if they do. But they can't actually stop them, as long as they, I think their liquidity is above a certain level, yeah. meaning. Their cash position, their their capital. Yeah, ratios, I have feeling, yeah. yeah, once and they're way above it. All of them are way above it. Uh, but you know, it's a request. So yeah, it, I don't know that the the policy is going to stop you. The policy can be changed if it's private sector, and the policy can also be changed if it's public sector. Um, they said there's nothing that is illegal if 100 well placed businessmen decide that it should be legal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is 100% legal. And I, I just like that you guys as really impressed with the conversations that you had around coming to that dividend and how, the, how you came at it, how you see it. And then, of course, I assume that you guys didn't leave it in just talk. Did you guys actually invest towards it? I had yeah. had good little portion. It was a decent percentage of my portfolio at the time when the run yeah. was happening. Oh, yeah, I said. Oh, so you got the run, you never got the dividend? I still have some left back. Okay. But... You know, okay, you have okay. I was, I was, no, if I bought no, in March, no you can expect I was up a decent little portion at the time. Yeah, man. So, yeah, a while ago, we'll buy it either. Yeah, you see me. How do you think I just happen to just know the article you're talking about? Yeah, man, I know, man. I listen, <laughs> come I listen, you know, as the episode, them yeah. drop a listen. My Google yeah, podcast set the auto download and everything. Uh, yeah, the man. Fun, big up. Yeah, man, <laughs> but but yeah, you're right. It was a great sign, and it's good to see those signs. And you're you are um benefiting even if you hold it. No, I, I wish this was coming out earlier with people here, but so you go. You're hearing it now. I'm sure there'll be more. Uh, but yeah, mail pack is the second impressive dividend. Cause we saw Indies similar sort of thing with Indies, but Indies get a whole heap of pressure in the in the in the queue. Yep, so, yep. don't get as much pressure. Saying um, was against Indies. <laughs> yeah, it look, yeah, it really look like it really looked that way. So Indies, Indies date gone. Uh so mail pack. Let me wrap that. I, well, if we got here from RJR, wow, that's how <laughs> <laughs> that's how RJR just throw it through a loop out there. RJR, there's nothing much to say. Um, until something is going to cause their business to suddenly be better or more efficient, I don't see anything that is going to help them. To do any to do anything impressive within the within the space that they are all right that, that the last i remember i think they were going for some online sort of things i think fame now have a thing on tv so there's no radio on my tv i i don't i don't i don't know i don't know it's a it's a it's a i think they have to get creative they yes get, they're definitely gonna have to get creative well they needed to have gotten creative two years ago 
We're on oh, that so again. Again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I remember that thing when it came out. Um, that in fact, I was going to say it then, but I believe it still exists right now. Let me let me see if I'm incorrect. RJR's as we speak, RJR's market cap is three point one four million billion Jamaican dollars, not million billion with a B, and the lab is two point three billion Jamaican dollars. So there's a point though, and that's the lab at at um two dollars fifty one cents. There's a point when lab was at three dollars and over three dollars, where its market cap actually passed rjr uh which would mean that in terms of market cap the lab would have been a bigger company than rjr imagine that uh that's just to show you how the entire face of jamaica has changed in terms of not just investing but business yeah wherever it is yeah rjr to me i I mean i don't own any and i don't plan to own any unless they do something impressive they're not that impressive their share price isn't impressive they're overvalued in my view and yep. good luck to the people who own it. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck to them. Uh, next up, we have ROC. ROC. Yeah. Insurance company. This one we haven't spoken about in a while. Mm-hmm. Than I, I think we spoke about it maybe earlier this year or last year, but I don't think we've really it's spoken about it. Yeah, I haven't spoken about it much in, in a bit. Um, the principal of this company died. Legendary oh, yes. investor. Yeah, my legendary. <laughs> Yeah, that man had a hell of a hands in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah, legendary investor, and now I think they've supposed a couple of results since then. Supposed a couple of results since then, but they are they, they continue to be strong. At one point, as probably the most excited about them in terms of the insurance um industry. Yeah, and I'm still excited about them because what happens is that they don't have the same sort of overheads that all the other insurance companies mm-hmm. have, right? Because they're young, they're new. I'm looking on the wrong thing. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, they're new. Um, uh, Iron Rock, I think, up to the thirty first of March, twenty twenty, they would have they had a loss of two point eight million mm-hmm. on the quarter. And just for some comparison, they usually have losses in a couple of quarters. But last year was, I think, what I think it was the first year that they registered a full year profit. profit I could be yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five million in profit, and those numbers sound low, but don't be fooled. <laughs> insurance is the new banking. This is a nice, small, new insurance company with uh, good backers, finding their strength. Yeah, and the thing is, really, they're really. not really se- they're not selling in the same way as others, so you can see where they if they refine their model as it is and then open and open to a wider market, then mm-hmm. I can see where they they'll do better. You know, it's funny. Uh, big up young Braham who sent me an article from the Sunday Gleaner where they were talking about um, they're talking about Scotia. So the Scotia sale of their insurance arm to Sagicor Financial mm-hmm. did not go through in Jamaica and Trinidad. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and, and, yeah. And the impression. That and this is his his thing begin up again, but the, the 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 impression I got, he got I should say because I haven't reread it yet. But the impression I got from it was not was that it was more a matter of Sajikor it not being the best buy for Sajikor because of I mean the the regulatory hurdles and the extra cost that that would cost them mm-hmm. to buy it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't seem like Scotia was not interested in selling it, so who knows mm-hmm. maybe. 
Iron Rock can raise some money and and grab grab they immediately just level themselves up in the insurance business because you'd buy a, a local portfolio worth I'm going to say mil- billions. Yeah, if if it fits within your business model. So there is um there is some there are many opportunities out there for them. Um I have I have liked them for a long time. How you feel about them, then I how you feel about them, guys? I just want to say, man, you can see where they're growing. Uh, one thing I, I like when I look, just looking at the numbers, right? Look at the claims expenses. Mm-hmm. The stability across the, <laughs> year over year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Twenty seven million last, last year, year twenty seven million, and this year twenty seven point six, mm-hmm. and that's up to March. So that include a little bit of the corona. Yep. Yeah. This quarter, meaning April, May, June, will be very interesting to mm-hmm. see, uh, especially to see what the, the ECLs do to them. How do you guys feel about it? Henel, Sean, Dundas? I haven't looked much into them, so I'm not in a position to speak on it. As well, honestly. Not going to cap. Okay, no problem. No problem, no, no problem, problem, no problem, no problem. I assume the same for Dundas. Um, One thing I will say I'm, to you guys, though, it's best to look everywhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You don't, you don't identify opportunity by seeing the same things you've been seeing. You're, it quickly becomes, I've seen this for myself, I'm sure Randy has seen it for himself, it quickly becomes that you're looking too much at the same stocks and then you mm-hmm. start wondering, what are these my own opportunities? Something happening here? Okay. You see, I'm done that same mark in, in investor group. So you've seen me ask, is there anything else? Are we talking? Can we talk about other stocks more than those? Yeah, apart from all the same one, every day. Every, every day we talk about the same stocks. Then, then what's, what new are we learning about these same stocks? So Exactly. Agreed. As of recent, I started mm-hmm. to expand my thing a bit more. Cause I was trying to download like all the statements and try see. to keep current. But then now I just look and I download them same way now because I've already created all the folders. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. easy to save them now. But yeah, so it pre- but that's pretty recent. That's literally since... Corona and school became online and everything. Okay. I like that. But um, you don't have to kill off yourself with no big process like that, no, Bridget? No, man. It's just <laughs> like, you see them. I mean, I check the news at the end of every, every day still. Like, mm-hmm. the end of about 6, 7 o'clock, I check the news and I check it before trading every day. So, it's not any real difficulty for me to save them. Because it's not like you have to open it to save No, it, man. It's not, the saving. it's not the saving I'm worrying about. That, that, or that's checking of all of them. the same mean. thing. Yeah, talking about knowing it. That's I think that's what Danai's point was. Knowing every company. Oh. Yeah, and I encourage anybody who's serious about the market to do that. And you don't take no great thing. Go on JC website. True. Click on the same little the, the, the same little top right link. Mm-hmm. Um and and just and just start with 138 student living. And you've never heard of that company before. Boom, there's Boom. your first company. What does it do? View. Yep. Open your last final report and open. And go from just there. Even, yeah. even just to read the note one. What are the principal yeah. lines of business for this company? And then it's open an report and look into it deeper. Yeah, going to just know every company. If you if you're serious about the marketing, you're going this hard because the moment they read a news on the market, the moment you read a news article, you start picking out how can this benefit whatever company? Just because it knows that company more than just you know what that company does. I agree. Yeah. It's actually and since I was listening to this thing, I heard Dan I one mention one yeah. time about the Google alerts that he used. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that has been a lifesaver from that. I also I heard man. the pocket up when I mentioned with another guest yeah. one time. And yeah. Also, also a lifesaver. That that, that um, Telegram channel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I see it before. As, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I've, I've mentioned it on this before. I should mention it. I don't There's know. A but Telegram channel. There is. I put, a, it in the, 
I'll put it in the in the in the comment in the, I'm say the show comments. notes. <laughs> yeah, I put in the show notes for anybody interested. But there's actually, and if you hear me say this, you might be wondering where's the Telegram channel that helps you to keep up to date with all the news and events around the JSC. And you think Randy said it? Let me message him and ask him. But I'm gonna save you the trouble <laughs> right now. Go in your show notes, and you will see a link to the Evermickle. Um, channel. There's no chat in there, so you don't have to worry about people running off your ears. It's just news. It's an easy place to collate all the news and also all the results go in there. All the results, all the notices, everything. It's just an easy place for you to stay on point with everything. Mm-hmm. Alright, so check it right now. I would say it if I could say it, but I don't know if there is an a easy link. There is an easy link. T, I'm going to say it also, but still in the show notes. T dot M-E, that's the letter T dot M-E slash mickle signals mm-hmm. i'll say it again t.me slash mickle signals so just like every mickle mickle signals all right you can go there keep up with it keep up with um your portfolio what's happening and it will help you stay on top but yeah guys i can't i can't stress that enough just just know the market that way and you know you know just think about this you ever read an article and i won't say any newspaper name here but you ever read an article in any newspaper about something that you know on the market mm-hmm. and you read the article you wonder yo who the hell write this yeah definitely <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right because you're like yo this is like this is not what is happening in the That's company at all like, this is not what was announced you can tell that the person that write this don't really know what's going on and just kind of just saying that like words. i need to report this yeah. because i work under this I work in this department. Then stop me on the then stop me on the finance desk, <laughs> which happens all the time. So think about that for a company that you know, right? And then think about that for a company that you don't know. And you get any news from? <laughs> are you getting the news from the newspaper? That's pretty yeah, much how I yeah, came to the conclusion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you can't. I was, trust I was there and I was newspaper. like, I know I get in the emails and I'm looking at the articles and such. And I'm like, but if I can clearly see the articles that reference the companies that I am interested in that I've set these things for, why would I not and just set wrong. it for everything? <laughs> like, what? So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's really what it's been. It's expanding, but, you know, you can't do everything one time. So, it's just over no, time. No, that's true. Yeah, man. Take your time and do it. Take your time and do it. But I just want you to consider also that oftentimes when you don't know about a company or you don't know about it, it's also for situations. We don't know about a company the newspaper article you read on it or the article you read on it tends to shape your view of the company. Mm-hmm. True. And when you do know about a company and you read the articles, you're like, no, these people have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Right? Also true. <laughs> so, so I don't want these people that don't know what the hell I'm talking about shape your mind for a company because you didn't know about the company. So yeah, man, know about every company. And not, I can tell you still that it's not, that it is not hard. And the hardest part is just the first part. After that, it's just a matter of keeping up. Yep. So when new things come out, all I do is the only time it's hard to keep up is when like a lot when it's earning season and there's a lot of um. There's no said everything but, coming out one time. Yeah. It, yeah. Yep. Just take my time and go through all the little. You know, in fact, a lot of times, just that's why sometimes you hear talk so much about the PNL because it's so easy when you know so much about the company already that all you do is updating yourself to know how are they doing this quarter. Yep. Yeah, I had to explain um, it to somebody the other day. Trust when, me. When they need me to explain stuff to them, because naturally being an accounting major and people see me as part of 876 Invest, they always mm-hmm. come to me. Like people who know me before will always come mm-hmm. to me and be like, hey, Sean, I see you guys doing this. How can I help? And I have to be like, all right, you have to explain to me 
what part of accounts you know because all I see these numbers as is the reality of business. I don't see it in the way that you see it. Like it's just, when I look at the number, I see all of the activities that made up the number because I work in accounts and I've been studying accounts. I know the work that yeah. goes into just condensing it down into the statement. Yes. Yeah, you have a real view behind the numbers, so other people don't see it the same way. And you, you sound you have a very practical view of it, and then your brethren them also have a practical view. So, agreed. My mother uh, is an accountant yeah. as well, so that's been there from wow. I was born. Yeah, and my auntie is an investment that. banker. So, yeah. Well, on you really <laughs> the right family. Hold on. Does your mother invest? The family thing. Does your mother invest, on? She yeah, but not like heavily. Yeah, like she she's very long term, so she'll get her money. Put it on something uh-huh. and then leave it for a while. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody in different timelines. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. It's a, it's a good move for mother. I bet it work out. She have NCB? No. She have GK oh, wow. from cheap. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, she have yeah, yeah, $10 GK yeah, people. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> Big up mommy with that. All right. Uh, so i i know we're not at rj we are roc so roc i like and i like them as a company that i think is is growing mm-hmm. in the space that is going to be blowing up soon yep. right if you um, find them footing on it and <laughs> that stock price uh, that, well you said they need to find the footing on the stock price they need to find the footing and then that stock price will do its thing oh yes that is true they do yeah they need a win i mean yeah, those things, those consistent profit really and they'll be fine I'll save some of the spicy thoughts I have around them for the um for when for when we're doing our insurance episode. But All right. I, I like them as they are now. I think that they are a little overvalued, but I can see them making moves to get to that value. And also, the insurance space is getting hot. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe a nice company like the, the, the company principal, like we say, isn't there anymore. Uh, and maybe now is the time to uh consider maybe you know. Maybe 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 you get bought out. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It, it, it'd be so good. Or maybe you buy somebody out. Who knows? But yeah, strong team, strong money. I like them. In in both the near and the long term, they're, they're you can't ramp with them. All right. So coming up next, we have salada. Salada foods. Anybody love this? Anybody like it? Hi guys, Randy here again just reminding you that this is just one part of obviously a multi-part series. Um, we will have the rest of the parts in the future, but we're going to cut it here. So yes, I deliberately allowed you to hear what would have come next, which would have been Salada. And uh, the next episode when we play it will, the next episode in the series when we play it will obviously start off at the Salada point. Thank you and I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Sam. She used to sing, but she don't no more. Samsung. Ah! Don't leave me! Where are you going? Where are you going?